Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Right, hey, are, look what we have. We're about to be joined by, we Reese, are joined right now by Reese Hoskins. Yes, Reese sitting down with us right now. Of the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, grab, grab a headset, Reese. And first thing we want to do is uh, my daughter said, uh, congratulate Reese because we he just got married because you saw it on Instagram. Yes, I did. I did just get married. It was beautiful. Um, I think we're still in that honeymoon phase. <laughs> Where was the honeymoon? Uh, we went to Tahiti. So um, nice. hard to complain about being on an island. Temperature slightly different today. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, at least the sun's out today. So. How about this crowd, man? This yeah, is it's pretty, uh, cool. pretty amazing. It's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. It's ex- exciting to be around, obviously, the stadium again. And, yeah, there's, like, a little bit of a buzz, right? And, um I don't know. I think it's just the start of an exciting offseason. Well, the club's done a lot of, you know, really exciting things so far. I mean, you Joe Girardi steps in as a right. manager, some uh, coaching changes as well. But Zach Wheeler, a guy that you're very familiar with, it'd be pretty nice having him in your rotation, not having to go against him, huh? Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat you guys are, right? I'm just waiting for it to become official. Right, yeah. Um, well, let's pretend it is Yeah, official. just let's, for hypothetical purposes. Yeah, um, yeah, obviously, you know, we've become pretty familiar um, with him as a pitcher over the last couple of years. I'm just glad I don't have to face him if he's on our team. Yeah. Um, obviously, the stuff is there. You can see that on a night nightly basis for him. Um, I don't know. He's a guy that, you know, if he's in our in our rotation, he can be an anchor of a staff. Mm-hmm. And anytime that that guy takes the mound, you feel like you have a pretty good chance to win, you know, especially as an offense, feeling like you don't have to do too much um, on a, on a during a game. Um, it's very comforting, and you know, obviously, to to add that to his staff is only going to make the rest of the of the team better. Would you pick a brain of a guy like that who comes in and says, "How did you pitch to me? How did you, you know, how did people pitch to me?" Oh, a hundred percent. Why not? Right. Um, especially because we've faced each other a ton of times over the last um, two two and a half years. Um, so there's not, you know, there's a good. I don't know if it's, you call it a scouting report. There's a scouting report, right? Um, and I think one thing too that we could talk about is you know from the offensive standpoint um against him as well i think that's something valuable especially in division um you know having i don't even know how many at bats i have but i would guess over 10 15 maybe 20 at bats um you know you can learn a lot of stuff in 20 at bats against a guy for phillies fans who maybe are familiar but don't know exactly what he brings to the table like what what uh, you know we know he tops out at 97 but what what does he bring in terms of stuff yeah it's power stuff um, it's an uncomfortable at bat, right? And I, not only is it power stuff, but you know he pitches as well. Um, he's not just chucking it up there. Um, you know he's got a, obviously the power four seam fastball, like you said. It's up to 100 miles an hour. Um, you know towards the end of the, the of the second half last year, he started, I think, sinking it a little bit more than he had been. And you know when you're sinking the ball at 96, 97, it's just an added element um, that you have to think about as a hitter. He's got a wipeout slider that's you know 87 to 90 miles an hour, um, and then I think he started to throw a little bit more of a slower hook just to add another wrinkle in. And 
Again, anytime you got to worry about 96, and then you have a guy that throws strikes with a few other off-speed off pitches, um, it's incredibly difficult at bat. Have you uh, spent any time talking with Joe Girardi in the offseason? A little bit. Uh, I got a I got a chance to go to the press conference. Um, you know, we spoke for 15 minutes after that. Obviously, a lot going on with with him and, and the new city, new organization. Um, you know, he's trying to make his family feel as comfortable as possible. So. Um, I sat down with him a little bit right before I left for my wedding. Um, but since then, obviously, he's quite busy with the offseason as well. Uh, we haven't been able to link up since then. I'm sure we will. You know, we still have 10 or so weeks before spring starts, and I'm excited. He's an incredibly, um, he's incredibly easy to be around, incredibly easy to talk to. I think the experience and the resume speaks for itself, and I'm excited just to, to, to play under him. Obviously, the highlight of the offseason has been getting married. But for, for other than that, what's the... Yes, it is. I have to say that. Yeah, it's a good move. I, I set you up nicely there. Uh, walk me through, like, how long do you take to just sort of decompress for a minute? Because let's face it, it's a grind. I mean, sure. You play 162, it's a grind. How, sure. how much of it is just, let me just chill out for a minute, and then I'll get back to some baseball work for yeah. you each offseason? Like you said, this, this offseason has been a little bit different um, with, with the wedding. I just spent a month away from essentially the world. Um, normally I would give myself, I try to give myself two weeks. I normally don't last two weeks uh, just because I get bored. You know, we're so used to having such a regimented schedule for eight months out of the year that um, doing nothing is weird, right? Um, but only because we love it, right? Like it's just something that I can't keep myself away from the game. Um, but I'll try to give myself two weeks before I start moving around again. Uh, I don't usually hit or do any baseball activities till December. Um, like you said, it's more of a mental break than a physical break, but you got to give your body a chance to kind of get back to zero. Yeah. Uh, but I'm in the weight room usually November 1st, just starting to move around again. Um, you know, assessments happen where there are things that I need to figure out on how to improve my body, whether it's something that happened during the season or I just notice gradual. Um, things that I need to try to fix um, and that happens usually right right around November 1st maybe the week before and you come up with a plan um, we're sitting here December what 6th December yeah, 7th, 7th. December yeah. 7th. Um, I'm already two or three weeks into my full off-season training program um, just kind of getting ready for Valentine's Day you stay here in the off-season I do yeah I do I've made Philadelphia my home uh, I really enjoy the city. It's something that my wife and I now have um, enjoyed getting to explore, you know, and finding out all these little pockets in the city and um, the suburbs. And it's just been a lot of fun. And I get to use, it, obviously, the incredible facilities that we have and um, just get ready for next season. Do you uh, spend time, uh, you've been to Sixers or uh, Eagles, Eagles games? Still, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I ha we, we went to an Eagles game before we left um, for the wedding. I, I've gotten to a few over the the, the past couple off seasons. I, don't know, I always like. I'm a sports fan. Um, obviously, I grew up on the West Coast, so I didn't grow up fans of, of the Eagles or the Sixers. But you know, over the last couple of years, I've gotten a chance to get to know a few of those guys. Um, so it's easy to root for them. And I don't know who doesn't like going to football games, basketball games, and just enjoying the craft that those guys have and. The work that they display on a nightly basis. So we sit here, we see a lot of we see a lot of Reese Hoskins gear. We see a lot of you know, some throwback stuff sure. with Chase Utley, but we do see a lot of Bryce Harper. Yeah, 
tell us what it was like last year playing with Bryce. You know, we that was the we, we all sort of had this soap opera going the entire <laughs> offseason. We were still about three months away from even finding out who was going to be a Philly at this time last year. But playing with him last year and the impact that he had on you guys. Yeah, I think JT said this earlier in the offseason. Um, I think Bryce is one of the most misunderstood people in baseball, right? He has this kind of villain um, aura mm-hmm. about him. And maybe that's the way that he plays the game. Obviously, he plays incredibly hard, um, gets in people's faces if, if, if he feels like he needs to be. He's just an emotional player. Um, and I tell you what, having that on your team is something that's incredibly infectious and wears off on the rest of your team. Um, I, would go to, I would go to battle with Bryce any day of the week, anytime he wants, because that's just the kind of guy that he is, the kind of player that he is. Um, I'll tell you what, playing against him, I didn't like playing against him. And I can I get it, um, but it's someone that you want on your team, um, someone that makes the, the players around him, the teammates around him, better every day and every every way. He, he's an incredible preparer, um, someone that knows his routine, knows his body better than anybody else, um, and is really really stubborn to that. And that's something that's incredibly admirable and um, pretty impressive. At his introductory press conference, he said that the fans you hear were like all over him, except in his last year because they wanted him to come here. <laughs> Were the players like that as well, knowing he could be a free agent? Yeah, I mean, look, like, there's, with the, with the coverage nowadays, especially with social media, um, there's no secret, right? Like, guys that, that are becoming free agents, especially a, a mega star like Bryce, right? Um, you know, so there was playful comments, I think, between him and guys on our team. I'm sure there were playful comments between him and guys on other teams. Um, I think it's just a part of the game, and it looked like he had fun with it. For you personally, it was a season where you look at the power numbers, you look at the on-base, you look at the walks. you got to be happy with that, but it was a struggle towards the end. Yeah. What? Uh, how would you assess your year last year, and what are you doing differently? You talked about your offseason to maybe try to avoid that. Sure. Um, when I look back, I think it's really a tale of two halves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you look at a snapshot of where I was um, at the All-Star break, it's a pretty good year. Yeah. Obviously, um, I still think there's a ton of room for improvement, even in the first half. You know, there were some areas of my game that um, I would like to be better, maybe more consistent. Um, and then, obviously, you look at the second half, and like you said, it was a struggle. Um, really, the first time that I had struggled for an extended period of time, which I think there's something to take from that itself, right? Um, for whatever reason, I had never really struggled like that before ever in my life. And it's something that um, I think you have to learn how to do. Uh, I think some, most people, you know, the, obviously the Mike Trouts aside, the Bryce Harper's aside, um, they struggle like that at some point, and they learn how to do it, and they learn how to get out of it. And I think that's something that um, being able to take a step back from, you know, once the season was over, and really analyze that and, and remember what the feelings were like when it was really bad, um, it's something that I will take now and know that I can get through them, right? I, the end, there is an end to those, um, which there were times last year where it didn't feel like there was an end. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's, look, there's adjustments, mechanical adjustments that I'll make and I'm making now um, that I think will lead to more repeatable swings, um, more consistency throughout the year. and. I think really at the end of the day, that's the name of the game. Two of the greatest power hitters in Philly's history are around the team. Ryan Howard was here for retirement night. He famously yeah. said, don't boo these guys, don't boo anybody. 
Uh, Mike Schmidt's here for home games sure. uh, on weekends. Did you ever solicit advice from them, or did they offer you advice when you're going through slumps? Yeah, both of those guys did, really. Um, I think that's something cool that's, that's really cool about this Phillies organization, right? That, um, I had multiple people reach out to me, multiple, uh, you know, offering help. Multiple people reach out to me saying, you know, don't, don't worry about it. It's baseball. It's the game. You're a talented guy. It's going gonna, it's gonna to blow by, right? Um, but, yeah, both of those guys reached out and said, look, you know what kind of talent you guys have or you have. You know, personally, you know what kind of player that you are. This is the kind of thing that happens to guys, unfortunately. Um, but with the kind of makeup that you have, it's only something that you'll get better from. How about Charlie Manuel? What was he like to as the hitting coach? Charlie just has this, you know, this um, nurturing aura about him. Um, something that's kind of he's there and he instills confidence in you. Um, so that was pretty cool to, to be around for the second half for sure. All right, listen, we appreciate all the time you spent with us today. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah. it. It's good seeing you. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of the offseason, and congratulations again. Thanks again. Appreciate you guys having me on. All right, Reese Hoskins. A lot of fun, man. Good catching yes. up with him. Yes, Reese Hoskins, uh, we appreciate T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.